0: Hey guys, Jason Davis here Uh, with everything that's going on out there in culture, in the school system, especially the public school system, right? And drag shows and everything in between, our kids are under attack daily. And that's why I wanted to tell you today about the Tuttle Twins books. Tuttle Twins is really, it's the only books uh, that I know of for kids that really help them develop critical thinking skills about real world concepts, economies, finance, government, freedom, liberty, the free market, how to be self-reliant and outside the system. Right now, we just all have to recognize the world's full of companies and people and politicians that want to expose and influence our kids and ideas that we don't support. And so that includes school teachers, unfortunately. So Tuttle Twins empowers parents. I encourage you to check them out at tuttletwins.com. Or if you go to my website at Liberty.com and go to Freedom Partners under Tuttle Twins, there is a special offer for you. So tread on Liberty.com under Freedom Partners, check out the Tuttle Twins, and we do have a special offer for you. Well, let's get back to the show. I hope you enjoy this week. God bless. Fighting back against the left's non-stop attacks on liberty, freedom, and America. America. This is Don't Tread on Liberty. Jason Davis is on the air. Hey, welcome back to Don't Tread on Liberty. Thanks for being here. Uh, Jason Davis back, and we have another one of our solutions shows on the way for you. And so my special guest today has done a really great job of laying out really sensible, practical, easy to implement solutions for people to get ready for what is absolutely coming. Um, Of course, I'm talking about the good patriot. Katie is here. Thank you for being here. How are you?
1: Great. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah. Thanks for being had. That's what I always say. (laughs) So... I mean, most of uh, your listeners and mine for sure um, know about all the nut jobs at the World Economic Forum and the UN and the WHO and even our own government. And uh, they pretty much know what kinds of things are happening. But a lot of the, the stuff that you cover in your programming, I don't do a lot of that uh, practical prepping solutions. And I just feel like you do such a great job. So I wanted to have you on to talk about that. And- yeah,
1: we can talk about that.
0: Yeah, and I really, I feel like there's not a lot of time left um, for what has been society as we know it. Do you agree?
1: Uh, Definitely. Uh, I think it will definitely hit us uh, soon. What soon is, I'm not sure. I don't, because we don't know what they're going to pull. But it could be something quick and crazy, in the next few weeks and it can be it could take a couple years you know to actually filter down to us from europe and africa and everything you know in terms of like famine or food shortages and things like that may hit us later but we we just don't know i mean there's you know in the bible it says one of the first seals is like wars wars and rumors of wars we've got a lot of that going on we got the threat of our food security um so there's there's so much going on that it's definitely something's happening.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. So whether, so,
1: it's, whether it's going to be quick and crazy or, or, or slow and steady, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, I think we're on the same page there. So let's start first off um, talking about money because just this week, the Federal Reserve is rolling out uh, their mandatory ESG standards to banks and of course, the digital currency initiative, which was signed uh, through executive order by nutjob Biden in the White House, and you know they're going full steam ahead with all of these things. And of course, now we have Russia coming out with a new alternative to the dollar as the world reserve currency, or mm-hmm. or the oil purchasing currency, if you will. So, money is going to be real important because if they devalue the dollar. Um, that's going to really change a lot of things for Americans. What do you Mm -hmm. think people should be doing money-wise?
1: That's always a big question for sure. Um, It's definitely personal to each individual, but I think my standard foundational answer for everybody would be to put at least a portion of your wealth uh, into tangible assets like food and tools and things you can use on a practical daily level. Um, I definitely advocate for putting some of your wealth into silver gold, gold, um, Because in the main argument I have for that, because a lot of people argue and they say, well, you know, when stuff hits the fan and people are starving, nobody's going to care about silver and gold. And that's true. But before we get to that point, there's a lot of in between where we are going to be, you know, using silver and gold. And the reason I know that is because every country in the world right now is trying to hoard gold, especially our enemies, you know, like China. So if my enemy is hoarding gold and the powers that be are hoarding gold, I want to own gold too, you know, and silver goes along with that as well. But I think, um, everyday Americans need first and foremost to get food and water in their homes for at least a couple of months. Um, I, I've got videos on that. You can reference, there's a ton of other people talking about it on YouTube and other channel uh, platforms, but, um, you know, the basics are what's important and and that's what's going to be, you know, I, I'm planning on doing a post soon that basically it's like water is going to be the new gold <laughs> because they're doing so much with our water supply and everything as well. Um, and you can't grow food without water. You know, life doesn't go on without water. That's why people build homes around water and lakes and rivers and things like that. Um, so basics, you know, food, water tools, um, supplies for your business, you know, think about, okay, if I, my business wasn't online, could I still operate it, you know, and do the things to, so you can kind of like pivot if that happens and we don't have access to the internet or for some reason, whether it be because of our social credit score or because of a, you know, the grid goes down or, or whatever have you, you know.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about that. Um, Water, let's take water first. Uh, So you mentioned obviously lakes, rivers, and that sort of thing. If somebody doesn't have, you know, their own well, or they don't have a freshwater source naturally nearby, um, you obviously are talking about water storage. So what, Mm -hmm. um, what kinds of what kinds of things are, would you recommend there? Just like 50-gallon uh, drums, rain catchment systems, that sort of thing? Or do you have something mm-hmm. else that might be easier?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we are near a river, but that river we've had drought in Texas is getting lower and lower, so we really can't depend on it. But So we have a rain barrel system that we set up you know, we rent a house, you know, you don't have to have a big property or anything to do these things. But if you have the means to do so, I would definitely put a rain uh, barrel system in or a rain catchment system, like a more professional one (laughs) that you can have someone install is always great. You know, we have friends that have like a 40,000 gallon water, you know, rainwater tank, which is amazing. Um, And that's what a lot of people are, in my area are doing because their wells are going dry because we have had barely any rain for the last year and a half um so even if you have a natural water source you know that water can always be cut off either by nature or man in some way um you know just water rights even i know in california they were telling people that own land to use that land for irrigation you know you can't use that water anymore and it's it's insane it's not right but you know, and decisions have to be made in in that situation, but um you know nothing is fully secure, so we we just have to do our best. So if you're in an apartment, have uh five-gallon jugs of water in your closet or uh you know, somewhere maybe under a bed, they wouldn't fit, but you know, who cares if they're out in, in a corner or whatever in your in your office space or a guest bedroom or something like that, just have extra water at least for a few weeks, you know, and think about it like a gallon a day per person is what the standard is. Um, you can get water bricks, which are like stackable three and a half gallon, uh, plastic containers that are, that store really easily. Um, but just do something, you know, even if you're by yourself in a small, tiny apartment can get like three cases of water. And at least, you know, that you're going to be good for a couple days. And, um, so just I know it's paralyzing if you haven't started prepping or, or doing things like this to get started and you may feel like it's too late, but it's not too late at all. You know, it's like today's a new day. It's a new week, you know, just get on it and do something so that you are not dependent on government or some sort of agency that's going to require you to do things. Maybe you don't want to do in order to get fed and, and to drink or bathe or do the basics.
0: Yeah, for sure. And the same goes for food, obviously food storage. And I know you're mm-hmm. I know you're big into the uh freeze drying. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, how's that going by the way?
1: It's going good. I had a little hiccup with my machine. They're complex machines and, you know, a lot of people online I know say they have problems. But, you know, they do have problems sometimes and my uh little screen on my freeze dryer right now is not working, so we're trying to figure it out quickly. But um like even me, people probably assume like all day, every day, I'm just prepping, which I am absolutely not. I haven't freeze tried anything for like four or five weeks. Cause I've just been busy. I've been busy doing a chicken coop or just, you know, taking care of myself because times are overwhelming and you got to take those days off. But, um, you know, but I am getting back into it. You kind of go in seasons, you know, um, So one week I'll freeze dry three times a week and then I won't freeze dry for a couple of weeks, but it adds up quickly. But you can always just buy freeze dried food or buy, you know, wheat berries or or rice and everything and get some mylar bags and put them in buckets and do that kind of thing. So at least you have something long term, you know, but I just advocate for the freeze dried food only because it lasts 25 years and it's light and easier to store and, um, but I know it can be expensive as well. So there's just pros and cons to every type
0: of food storage. Yeah. And you're right. You can still get the huge bags of flour, rice, and like mm-hmm. beans and things like that, you know, Walmart and things yeah. like that still relatively cheap storm in buckets, like you said. So for yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. I've
1: got like 50 pounds of sugar. I don't go eat that much sugar, but every time I went to Costco, I grabbed a 10 pound bag <laughs> So, you know, just do it, grab, if you can afford it, grab extra, like every week, I think somebody made up the principle of like five cans a week, like, you know, Mm -hmm. just buy five cans of food a week, you know, and that will add up quickly. That's five meals, you know, for one or two people. Um, So, so just do something, you know?
0: Yes, for sure. Now we're going back to the money conversation a little bit, but I know you mentioned, There's going to be a period when, you know, the shit hits the fan and uh, nobody's going to trade you for food, for gold and things like that. But Mm -hmm. I think I think to your point, countries are stockpiling gold because after all that happens, that's where the store of wealth is going to be, because these paper Mm -hmm. dollars that we carry are not going to be worth anything. So so the store of wealth has always been, like you said, precious metals. But I think to your point during this chaotic period where. People are not going to barter you gold for food. They will barter you gold for ammunition, mm-hmm. liquor, liquor, alcohol, maybe, yeah. maybe cigarettes. What other ideas mm-hmm. can you give people for things they might want to stock up on?
1: Um, maybe a couple of things people don't think about is um, medicines like Advil, Benadryl, um, Reader's like glasses, um, you know, somebody breaks their glasses, they're, they're done. If <laughs> They don't have a backup during the apocalypse. Um, sh- socks and underwear. I mean, those things, nobody wants to get that for Christmas, but, but really, I mean, we like, again, I was, I'd be at Costco and I'd be like buying extra pairs of socks and underwear for my husband and I, just because I can I can right now. Um, and cause you don't want to, run out of those things obviously for obvious reasons you know just like a good pair of work shoes a good pair of work gloves um you know it's not we're not going to be sitting around twiddling our thumbs if stuff has the fan you know you're most likely if you're going to have to do some work some physical work if you if you're able and um so just having the things to do that like I said tools um just like basic thing, like hand tools, not even electric, but just, you know, just like the basics hammer screwdriver nails, like just for building maybe temporary shelters or something like that duct tape. Um, but yeah, medicines, you can order medicines from India. You know, when it's it's legal because in India they have a lot of prescription medicines that you need a prescription for here, but you can buy over the counter there, like ivermectin and such. So, um, and that you could check out that website. I don't know. I don't I mean? Do it at your own risk. It's worked out for me, but it, like safegenericpharmacy.com is where we had bought meds before. But you do run the risk of the FDA confiscating it at the uh, ports which that happened to us, but they resent recent test the order. and So that's a little sidebar, but Hey, that's a good resource, <laughs> but you can get, you know, like antibiotics and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. simple infection. And during hard times, if you can't get to a doctor can kill somebody or even, you know, diarrhea, it's like dysentery and diarrhea. Like they killed many, many people during wars and hard times in the past. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like the basics, you can't, you don't want to get dehydrated and you don't want to starve. So just things that will help you out with that.
0: Those are all good things that a lot of times people don't think of for sure. Um, yeah. you know, just everyday things you don't even you just take for granted batteries. I mean, just stupid stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then you might not be able to get them. So yeah, all good advice. Yeah.
1: Oh, two more quick things. One, um, don't underestimate the amount of lighting you want because people tend to get depressed like during the winter and everything. Cause we don't have as much sunlight during the day. You know, if you're stuck inside for a long period of time or even during the winter, we don't have electricity, like invest in some like LED lanterns, you know, that run on batteries or can be easily recharged with a little solar charger or something, something that's going to kind of lift your mood. And also like fiction books, you know, if there's a lot of downtime, you know, you just don't want to be idle. You want your mind to be able to relax sometimes. So even just having books and games and stuff like that are is also a good thing to have
0: and that's just the perfect segue into my next topic that I wanted to ask you about, which is personal mindset. Um, Mm -hmm. because you're really good at this, um, talking about personal mindset, like you just alluded to your, your overall feeling and your attitude and how you feel well-being, things like that. But Mm -hmm. what's the attitude people should have? What's, what kind of mindset should you have going into this? And, um, You know, what part do you think faith plays as we go into this season?
1: Uh, Well, I definitely, definitely think that uh, faith is, is key. I don't know where I would be without my faith in Christ, um, even just dealing with what we're dealing with right now. Um, So yeah, highly recommend getting to know God (laughs) if you put them off. You know, until now, Um, because we're going to we're seeing a lot of biblical things unfold and um, we're going to need them more than ever. And even just having that hope of heaven that this world is not all there is, is kind of what keeps me going. You know, we we see so much injustice and so many things that are wrong, being right, right, being wrong and so on. It's like just the thought of like one day things are going to be made right is a comfort to me. Um, in terms of just having a, a regular healthy mindset going in is just being realistic about the situation. You're not going to be Rambo and have this wonderful, good mood all the time and, and, and be okay, you know, sniping zombies and, and doing hard things that you've never done before how to do we're going to have a lot of pressure on us it's going to be uncomfortable i think americans have a little disadvantage here because we haven't experienced a lot of this kind of like third world hardship yet but just being realistic that you're going to have bad days um you're going to have like emotional breakdowns <laughs> you're going to be angry and frustrated and you know, even if you have to live with other people you're not used to living with, I mean that's a whole nother thing. You know, maybe your family is going to have to come live with you, or or, or you're going to have to live with your family or friends or something. Like that. even just navigating those new dynamics of relationships is going to be difficult. So just going into it with a realistic expectation of this is going to be hard, and I don't always have to slay every day and do things well. You know, there are some days where. I mean, if at all possible, you just got to kind of disconnect. And like I said, like read a fiction book or play games and just relax. You know, God said, you know, commanded the Sabbath for a reason, because he knows we can always take so much. He gave us a 24 hour day for a reason. He he wants us to rest on that seventh day for a reason. And um, so it's not going to be any different during really hard times. We're going to have to still apply those principles.
0: Yeah. And you're so right. I mean, if anybody doesn't realize that we're fighting a spiritual war, then they're completely in the dark about this. I mean, this is, this is, this is the onslaught of Satan himself. I mean, there's no, Mm -hmm. there's just no other way. It's pure evil on so many different fronts. And, um, and like you said, I mean, now is the time to get right. Uh, yeah, for sure. But I think like, as far as mindset day to day too, it's almost like, you have to have a couple of different, uh, things that you can switch on and off. I mean, it's, uh, cause you have to be, you want to help as many people as you can, but then you got to be careful about, you know, who knows what for security purposes and, you know, who can you trust? Um, you know, there's all yeah. kinds of things. And, and like you said, you're not going to be Rambo. Um, so the, you know, there's no like lone wolf that's going to win this, you need Mm-mm. a community of people around you, right? So Right. You know, we're so used to kind of keeping to ourselves and you know, especially the folks in the big cities, right? Uh just keep to yourself, mind your own business, do your own thing. Um most people don't even know their neighbors anymore. So, how can mm-hmm. people go about trying to find a community of like-minded people?
1: Um, I get that question a lot. Uh what I tell people is one you know, look for like-minded communities. Um, you know, I'm not a Republican per se, but, you know, if you're a Republican, join a Republican club and find those people that kind of see what's actually going on. Um, and not those people that think that Trump or Q or some is going to come in and save the day and rescue them from all their problems. <laughs> um, same with like Bible studies, like go, I mean, a lot of people kind of like, Left church. I know we left a building church for like three years. We just got tired of the politics and all the bull. And uh, the pandemic shutdown was like our perfect excuse because our church that we were going to at the time shut down. We did not agree with that decision. So it was a good excuse to finally exit. And we thought, you know, we're never doing building church again. We'll just do Bible studies and this and that. But you really do need that community. So I, I recommend just even if you have to drive 45 minutes to a good church that gets it and understands what's going on, do so. And then just find the people, have conversations. It's almost like dating. You have to put yourself out there, you know, join a shooting league. Um, I used to be part of a lady shooting league. I met a lot of like-minded people there, um, you know, that share the interest in the second amendment and guns and freedom. Um, Even like food co-ops, you know, we pick up a food order from Azure standard every month Mm -hmm. that they just drive out of a semi truck and, you know, you place an order, you go to pick up your order, you stand in line, everyone helps unload the order. and, And in line, you're having conversations with people. It's the same thing. It's like, okay, these people know about this alternative food source. And so do I, we probably have some similarities, you know, if, if it's not political, it's like prepping or, you know, some, somewhere where you can kind of start. And I know that even with that food drop off, there's a group, you know, at my location, that's like, they're all thinking about getting a property together. So that that's how things happen naturally. But like I said, it's like dating, you got to do the work to meet people. Cause I do get that question a lot. And people say, Oh, I don't know anyone. Or I'm like, well, you got to do, you got to meet people. You got to put yourself out there. And, um, and then when you do, you just, Pray for discernment and, you know, don't show all the eggs in your basket (laughs) right away. But if you really connect with people and you find that they're trustworthy and then you can start making plans together, you know, whether it be, you know, sharing equipment or even buying a property or, or just, you know, you grow this and I'll grow that and we'll, we'll meet, you know, at harvest and exchange or, or whatnot. Um, how it's done. That's how it's always been done.
0: Yeah. And it's a good idea seek out groups that are doing like-minded things like that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All good advice. So like I said, at the top, you have a, just a plethora of, of information on this sort of thing. Um, so when people want to follow up, get more information, how can they find you?
1: Uh, good is my website. You can sign up for my email newsletter. I don't send out a lot of newsletters, maybe like one every six weeks on average. Um, they can subscribe to my YouTube channel or rumble or Warrior your poet society network or wherever I'm on all the links where I'm at on social media are at the bottom of every page on my website. So you can find me somewhere there. Um, but you know, as far as like the easiest way to watch my prepping videos, which are you know, some of them are like two and a half years old, just go to YouTube and, uh, scroll through and you'll find them there. A lot of, uh, three of them are titled how to fight back. And that's kind of where I break down in three different videos, like practical ways to kind of navigate the times we're living in and, and prepping and, and, you know, kind of have to, uh, I don't know, take, uh, <laughs> cause we can't defeat the enemy, you know, with uh, weapons, if we don't have superior weapons, but we can do a lot of things to kind of thwart what they're doing. So I go into that as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. On the worldwide sensor net on YouTube, (laughs) you can find, you can find the good Patriot, Katie. Pleasure talking with you. I really appreciate you coming on. God bless you.
1: Thanks. You too.
0: Thanks for listening to don't tread on Liberty with Jason Davis. (laughs) Subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, or your favorite platform. For more Liberty news, check out www.donttreadonliberty.com and subscribe to the blog or join the conversation.